following podcast may contain strong language. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, and welcome to Hallmark of Greatness Last Orders, the podcast where we look back into the films our Hallmark favourite actors and directors would rather forget that they were ever involved with. I'm Joe, and with me as always, a man who loves Halloween so much, his favourite drink is Malibu. It's James. <laughs> I feel like I'm not worthy of that joke. It's good. Mate. I've and... heard that before. <laughs> I mean, there was a lot of them that I, I got rid of. Um... <laughs> And also, the world's only vegetarian zombie who only eats grains. It's plenty! Oh, that would be great, but I'm uh, grain intolerant. Oh, listen, whatever right. that is, great gra- granolent. My, my other plan was going to be like bamboo and do the same joke, but with yeah, like, okay. yeah, a punchline. Yeah, but, yeah. but I thought, I'll mix it up, you know, I'll yeah. try and make it a bit special, and you would just ruin it. <laughs> it's standard. Uh, it's Halloween. Uh, we're back after a short hiatus due to reasons. Um, but Spooky. if you want to keep up to date uh, with all the Hallmark Greatness nonsense, you can follow us on Twitter at Hallmark Great, all one word, or you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Hallmark greatness or if you are some kind of technological forest witch and wish to recommend a film to us you can email us hallmarkgreatness at gmail.com if you dare yeah or just send a raven because it's halloween yeah it's the spookiest time of year apart from valentine's day which is pretty fucking creepy it is it is near me in the hallmark (laughs) universe every season is creepy with like intense laser focus on that one season And pumpkin spice. Oh. Yeah, your local vets is like doing it <laughs> in the background. They'll pumpkin spice your pets. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I wonder if you can get taxidermy full of like potpourri, like, and then you can switch it out every every season. Is that not what happened to her in uh, Midsommar? She don't get potpourri. She's got a lot of flowers on her. Yeah, I don't. She was still alive, wasn't she? Well, well until like. we saw it. Yeah. Mids Midsummer. Yeah, what I was like in that it. Bear? That's what I want to know. Her, her boyfriend. Yeah, but what was in him? his insides and and evil and potpourri (laughs) hot pourri yeah um the lad from sort of rambo is all hollowed out and full of potpourri yeah he is he is yeah yeah, so he is this is getting way off topic but but he does know all the words to no scrubs doesn't he so yeah yeah, i quite liked midsummer but it could have been a bit shorter i think i think it's probably for teenage girls i think teenage girls or someone that's just had a bereavement uh and is struggling with their own mental health it's probably quite good for them uh, mm. But I'm I'm also not a 20 year old girl as much as I, as much as I pretend to be on the internet. I was going to say, <laughs> saucy knockers 16. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that old lad getting his head mashed in with a big mallet always makes me chuckle. But that's just me. Yeah, maybe I need to revisit it. We revisited the 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 Vavitch recently, uh, Vavitch. and that's a lot of fun. That's yeah. a lot of fun. There's loads going on there, and not just because it's got Finchy from uh, uh, from the office. The office in it, yeah, it does. Yeah. Anyway, let's uh, enough. That's not our Halloween recommendations. Um, <laughs> the film we are covering this week, brought to us by Mr. Mark Plant, because uh, he's taking full fucking responsibility <laughs> for this. <laughs> 1995's Monster Mash the Movie. Yes, you heard it correct, boys and girls. That song that plays every fucking Halloween <laughs> and has made, like, oh, what's he called? The fucking guy? Bobby Pickett. Bobby Pickett yeah. has, has, has kept him in, in 
cocaine and hookers for years. Uh, there is a film made by, co-written by him, um, and it is the most insane piece of film I've ever seen. I, I, I've got to be honest, the, the best thing about this was I found out that Bobby Pickett's dead. So <laughs> there is that. Is he? he died He died in 2007 he at did. the age of 69. Nice. Oh, there you go. Uh, yeah, sorry, James, taking James facts. But I, I picked this. Not I'm, one I'm, of them. I'm, Don't I'm, worry. I'm going uh, I'm, I'm to put, put, put it out early doors why I picked this. I wanted, to, I wanted something that was a little bit spoopy, but also uh, came into the last Hallmark Greatness episode. And this has mm. Candice Cameron in it. Uh, yep. as, uh, as as is she Mary? Is she Juliet? I couldn't quite figure it out. I didn't really she's, know where it was I've, going. I've she's down she's as labelled as both. Yeah, she she was introduced as Juliet at the start, and then they never stick with it. So no, I they don't. I mean, there's a lot of stuff they don't stick with. They just forget yeah. halfway through. Well, like, um, it actually being a film, they don't stick with that at any point. It does go a bit Rocky Horror, and like everyone just goes off the rails at one point, doesn't it? It goes a bit Rocky Horror. Un- under underselling it somewhat there, <laughs> Joseph. Yeah. Uh, but before we get to the actual meat and potatoes of this film, James, fire up the Halloween synopsis, Matron. Yeah, so the uh, plot generator is fed by you, our esteemed audience, and it's gone all spooky, this this one. It's decided that it's going to be called The Horrifying Story Corpse of Murder. Um, it's really committed to it. That's, sounds like one of those things on the horror channel at like two in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> it's what happens when you punch a load of adjectives into Excel. <laughs> Doreen Monster is an isolated... <laughs> An isolated monster? Done, that's it. Even better, Doreen Monster is an isolated dressage coach who finds herself in a bet to live in a show home for 10 years, or else she will be assailed by gnomes. As events ensue, Doreen becomes acquainted with Clive Mash, a geriatrician who can. (laughs) Who also runs a pie and mash shop? (laughs) Who can pop a wheelie no problemo. Events take a turn. Stop it, I'm going to die. <laughs> Events take a turn when a radical new pope is elected and the pair must work together. Will they restore the status quo along with the band status quo? <laughs> <laughs> Was it me who put Pop in a wheelie? No, bro. It feels like one of mine. Oh, that's so much better than the actual synopsis for this film, which I think undersells it massively. Two teenagers get trapped in a house with Dr. Frankenstein, who wants to transfer one of their brains into his creature. So much more happens in this film than that. There's some pretty dark material covered in this film. There's some casual racism and, like, mental health issues thrown (laughs) around the place. Uh, and there's Peter also Philly are at one bit as well. Yeah, yeah my point is, how old are they supposed to be? Uh, well, I did I did look this up from my own peace of mind. And <laughs> Candice Cameron, as she was then, uh, was 19 when this was filmed. So right. that sets my heart. At oh no, I don't mean like they were going to like sex off children in a film. Like, how old were the characters supposed to be? Because I thought they were supposed know, to be 16, it... 17. Because that's the when you can drive in America. He's at university, doesn't he? So he needs to be around 18. 28, yeah. Yeah, at the very earliest, 18. Right. That makes me feel slightly less awkward about the whole thing now then, but even so. I I couldn't feel any less awkward about this film, I'll be honest. That's because you feel responsible. I don't feel responsible for any of this. 
like I said, I quite I, enjoyed, I enjoyed it. some parts of it. And I probably will rewatch it at next Halloween. In a, mm, maybe, yeah, next but one. Right, every other one, yeah. If, if I could find moments, a version uh, that would been specifically formatted to match my TV, <laughs> then, I would, then I, would, I would buy it and I would watch it every year. Well, let's mm. get into it. I mean, we are watching this off YouTube, so... Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but it does open with the uh, appropriate... Um, title card of this film has been <laughs> has been uh was it edited formatted formatted to, yeah, to match your tv it has not uh, my it 1996 443 uh tv with video inbuilt yeah okay <laughs> uh, i think even then it would have been like a tiny screen in the middle like when they ported doom to like the, um, <laughs> to the, to the jaguar and it was just like this big in the middle so, yeah <laughs> skyrim on a samsung fridge <laughs> uh and then we get a, a list a, a list of people who are in this film. Right. Before we do actors, can I do the producer? I yeah. absolutely lost my shit when I saw Produced by Joel Cohen. I was like, no, surely not. And yeah. no, surely not. It's not that Joel Cohen. Oh. The other Joel Cohen who wrote the story for Skylanders Spyro's Adventure. There you go. <laughs> There you go. That's it. That's the end of my James facts. That's, that's his magnum opus, that though, isn't it? Uh, but it's also like it's uh, co-written by Bobby Pickett, based on the play. I'm sorry, Mother. The bridge is out, or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mother. Mother. The bridge is out. Feels, that feels like... very much like an Alan Bennett play. A, a music hall, a sing along song. Oh, Mother. The bridge is out. Where's my washboard, Mother? Um, yeah, which is a song in this. Um, but it's it um it's also is it is it like it was funded by oh ISIS <laughs> no. oh there was there was other questionable names on there on the uh, things this does one... strike me as the kind of film that you would fly into the twin towers nine <laughs> eleven it's the only way it could could be any worse. I mean, all of I, I was more taken by the fact that all the credits come up as like the it's like the timestamp stuff on um, like a homemade camcorder. It's the like whole that font, isn't it? Yeah, it is that font. It feels very much like the me and the boys barbecue oh nine. Yeah, <laughs> um, like one of the home movies from Sinister. <laughs> yes. I thought you were going to say one of the home movies from the home movie channel back in the day. <laughs> anyway, we're introduced to Mary and Scott, who are a teenage couple, who are either on their way from or to a party. They're on the, they're on the way to a, a big boys party, because oh, right, okay. Scott doesn't want to go where there's lame punch and the same music. And plastic uh, uh, pumpkins. Yeah. Specifically. So that's what he says. So they're going to a, a, a proper uh, adults party. Not like that. Khakis. Uh, Car- Khakis in, the... in a pumpkin. <laughs> in the pumpkin. Uh, <laughs> uh, You've got yeah. all of October to fill it up. <laughs> uh, and they're driving oh. along and they have like a, a small argument about like just teenage shit while they're doing good pretend driving. Yeah. And, um, and I, at this point I was like... Oh, 
this feels like we're just going to get the shit Rocky Horror, doesn't it? I have written here, there's a light <laughs> over at the Frankenstein house. Which literally happens. Their yes. car breaks down for some reason. I, I don't know. The, the car breaks down. There's a storm. Bridge is out. They also no, 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 the bridge is out. Yeah. No, the, no, they go across the bridge, like, yeah. It just feels yeah. like at this point there's a litany of reasons that causes them to dash for the nearest creepy mansion. Mm. Well, it's the, they, they're right outside it. Um, their car breaks down. They go, they must have a phone. There's a light on. And I was just waiting for Richard O'Brien to be like, darkness! <laughs> um, it never happens, because to I be wish. fair, the, some of the songs in this are all right. Yeah. And some yeah. of them are absolute Spanish shite. Oh, I wonder if you can pick which ones were in the original musical and which ones yeah. were added in the 90s. Oh. Yeah. Um, well, well, we'll play that later on, Jim. That'll be a yeah. fun quiz for later on. <laughs> um, they, yeah, they cross over this um, very sort of weak-looking bridge. Um, into this castle, knock on the door, and we're introduced to possibly the most annoying character in this. No. Oh, sea of annoying characters. Ego. <laughs> um, uh, subtitles kept referring him to Eagle throughout this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. That's but Eagle Claw. <laughs> um, that's better. And he's like, he he thinks they've come to deliver bodies. Uh, that's yeah. the joke. Yeah. Um, and they're like, no, no, we need to. Is there anybody home? We just want your phone. I'm going to keep doing <laughs> Rocky yes, Horror all the way through it. Much better film. Yeah. Um, and he's like, no, no, there's no one here. Go away. Um, and then it starts bucketing it down with rain. And they're like, look, we can't go anywhere. And I'm like, this is the entitlement of people. We've broke down and it's your, mm. it's your yeah. job to help yeah, we, fix we it. We broke right? down on your land. You sort it. Fuck you. No, shut the door. Um, release the hounds. Yeah. <laughs> um, got one. Yeah. Sort of. Uh, mm. oh, don't. Um, and then we're, um, we are introduced to um, Bobby Pickett. Uh, yeah. Booked himself strong here, hasn't he? <laughs> no, I've written here, and, and I'm, I'm going through this in real time. Frankin- the, 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 the guy playing Frankenstein basically did an impression of the guy from the song. Because yeah. I didn't realise at the time it is the guy from the song. Yes. How's he going to keep this up for eighty minutes? Now, oh. spoilers, he fucking doesn't. <laughs> he's gonna, he's gonna say he the word and picture drops. in a weird way. That's what he's, gonna <laughs> yes. do. he's also, sure. no, he's also got no control over his eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> they just keep going like this all the way through it. And then, there's and then there's I, another interesting bit about this in that uh, Scott says, oh, Frankenstein of the Transylvanian Frankenstein. <sighs> and he yeah. says, no, of the Hyannisport Frankenstein. No, it's the other way around, isn't it? Is no, it not no, no. the other way? Oh, it's so that? No, because, because, oh, sorry, yeah, because that's basically a fucking, uh, that's a ripoff of Young Frankenstein. Oh, because yeah, right, okay. yeah, it's the it's but the Frankenstein thing. Frankenstein, yeah. yeah. Ah, well, I was going down a different route with this because Hyannisport uh, is an exclusive town in Massachusetts, where Bobby uh, Pickett is from, and it's home to the Kennedy Compound, uh, which ah. is now like a national monument. Now. I think he's done a lot of solid thinking about the Kennedys throughout his long decades because this there's a lot of Kennedys jokes in here. There's a lot of Kennedy stuff in here. Uh, Vote Uh, Quimby (laughs) (laughs) on the day that the drummer from the Dead Kennedys died as well. Oh right, make of that what you will. Coincidence? Yeah, it's coincidence. (laughs) I'm not saying the ghost of Bobby Pickett (laughs) pushed him down the stairs. He um, fell down the stairs? No, he, he tripped and banged his head and the complication to you with that. Keep it light. Um, <laughs> well, he was pushed by the police. Okay. <laughs> he was black, so yeah. Uh, yeah. Here we go. Frankenstein says that, you know, the night is young and that sort of acting. And then uh, he introduces the couple to a room that contains Count Dracula, uh, mm-hmm. Natasha Nasty Dracula, his wife, <laughs> Wolfie, Wolfie's mum, who's there for some three reason. Three hookers. 
<laughs> now, now, I think they're supposed to be the brides of Dracula. Yeah. Like, ah. um, like in the um, good, well, not the good, but like the Bram Stoker's Dracula, Dracula yeah. with Gary Oldman. Oh, needs more Monica Bellucci, in my opinion. With more Monica Bellucci boobies, yes. Yeah. Um, but, but these are not Monica Bellucci. These look like three women they've gone, <laughs> you want to sit in your pants and do bad dancing? Yeah. Uh, we can pay you in cash or crack. More like Monica from Friends, uh, Monica that got uh, uh, the president's jizz on a dress, and another woman called Because that comes up as well. It does come up. I mean, this film gets dated to fuck at every single scene. Oh, it's because it's full of really dated, even for 1995, dated references. Yeah, references Um, that were like 10 years old and older. Apparently, the musical stage play it's based on was 30 years old at this point. Right, okay. So, I don't know whether they didn't update some jokes or update some jokes. No, I think they did. I think they just overdid it. So, they were like, oh, this sounds too 60s. Uh, Let's get rid of the JFK references. Let's get in the Bobby Kennedy references instead. (laughs) Yeah, because he's only been dead 20 years. <laughs> uh, oh, wasn't that, no, 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 Teddy, Teddy Kennedy. Oh, oh Teddy Kennedy. Early 2000s. I don't oh, know yes. Exactly uh, he pretends to make a phone call, I believe. Yes. Or he, maybe he does. No, he, he does actually he make a, he make a phone, makes call. A phone call and then someone unplugs the... Yeah, one of the hookers just yanks yeah. the wire out of the wall. <laughs> so oh, okay. Yes, again, and he, he makes the gag again, doesn't he, of, of no, no, not the Transylvania. Yeah. yeah. But why <sighs> Frankenstein isn't from Transylvania, as we know. Frankenstein, was he Swiss? I believe or Austrian. So. Yeah. Yeah. Dracula is from Transylvania. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Which is like, but the whole thing here is, all of a sudden, we hear that the bridge has been washed out. Well, there is like a big crash, isn't there? Yeah. And they're like, oh, the, the bridge is gone, mother. Yeah, Igor goes to the door and he gets some water splashed in his face. You see, it's stuff it's like not- that that I thought was actually, it's it's so, it's not it's not TV good, it's not film good, but it's, it's pantomime good. And I was yeah. quite prepared for that. It should have known its lane. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. If it had stuck to one thing, it would have been good. Like I, I laughed at the thing because it was clearly a guy with a cup of water throwing it through a gap in a if door. If this was a community like, project, uh, that's that's what it feels like. It feels like theater. someone's someone's A level like final yeah. piece for for media studies. Um, yeah. But they, he comes back in and says, "Oh no, uh, mother, the bridge is gone." And then we we proceed <laughs> the to get gone out. <laughs> we proceed I, to get the first song, uh, and I think possibly the best song. Yeah, I've, right. I've written well, here, oh goody, a song, not realising that it's a quote-unquote musical. It's our first musical. Yeah, I quite liked it. Everyone yeah. gets a solo. Um, it does have a, it actually does make a good sort of structure to the film, because you're like, it's like oh, an I overture. only need to one more of these. It's like an overture, because it introduces you to all of these characters who you've no idea who they are. Who's Dracula? Never heard of him. Who's the Wolfman? <laughs> Never heard of them. Uh, who's this other British woman for some reason? Oh, that's there. Okay. Well, and what? And why isn't why isn't she uh, why isn't she uh, flying through space in a uh, in a big square with the uh, the other two people from Krypton? Is that her? Yes, it's Ursa. Yeah, oh, it's Ursa. Fuck me with us. Ah, <laughs> because right. I sat watching it and going, there's something really strangely foxy and familiar about this woman. Like because all the way she's through it. very foxy. Oh, oh, like yeah. she's she's very kind of like oh she's very very British posh foxy, which I, I, I kind of like that because I know I'm not supposed to like that because I'm common. Yeah, like I should be ringing out my cloth cap and going, hey, missus, I'll come up to the big house tonight if that wants. 
And that's how the class system works in this country. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> I'll see you in t- top field, all right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the drainage, missus. The drainage. <laughs> but everyone gets a song, and it basically explains sort of who they are in this song and the fact that the bridge is out. And um, who they are are people that are not remotely singing those words in time. No. <laughs> and why is there only one bridge out of town? Is this Springfield? <laughs> it's, it's a testament to the never give up and never think things through. Is it like their own personal sort of moat thing? I believe because it's, it's a castle. Home. It's because it's Frankenstein's castle. It only has one moat bridge in and out, mm. which seems impractical at best. You'd have a servants' bridge um, Some, like, somewhere for Frau Blucher <laughs> to uh, go up and down the uh, the, the town. Yeah. Uh, but they do this song, and they're like, "Oh, you'll have to. Uh, the bridge is out. You'll have to stay the night." And um, there's a bit, there's a bit then where they go, oh, I guess we'll have to spend the night. And I'm like, the fucking song, <laughs> just have the song. Stop saying have to spend the night. Yeah, that's, but, uh, that's also, one of three, my favourite quotes from this. <laughs> the three, this was the thing that confused me as well, was that like the three brides of, of Dracula act as a sort of Greek chorus, mm-hmm. uh, but like not. But they don't. <laughs> yeah, they're meant uh, to. You know, like in Little Shop of Horrors, where like oh, you've got love those goods. Things. Yeah, you've got yeah. those good like chorus there and then you've got these three women who look like they've been trafficked in like it's it, it's, <laughs> I do, it's i do have to point out of this bit that they were actual dancers and i think one of them had been oh, on were like, they is it dancing what with pans fucking people what yeah fucking for the kids yeah. <laughs> um yeah everyone in this is horny as fuck it's a horny film. Dracula's making a move on on Mary, the 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 young girl. The Countess, meanwhile, Ursa, she's manhandling Scott. Um, the dancers are doing some kind of crazy line dancing down the middle. And there's there's Wolfie, uh, who's like a he's supposed to be another teenager, and his mum was worrying about his him. Mom's his mum's there for some there. reason. Yeah, because yeah. it's a full moon him. tonight as well. She's so brought like, him along to the doctor cure him. So. Yeah, because um, yeah, it's a full moon, so this is like everyone's monster powers are at their highest or something possibly Let's put more yeah. into it than they did yeah uh, I've also just looked up and the person that played Wolfie's mother is called Mink Stoll she is <laughs> yes. yeah yeah, yeah famous comedian Jesus oh, time yeah, I, I've not yeah. Heard of music her. music hall slash comedian yeah where's me washboard <laughs> <laughs> I think she's like an ordained minister or something like that now yeah there you go I, I believe they use her skin to make uh, robes for judges <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's a reference um <laughs> And then that's like we get this first dance number out of the way, and it's like okay. Um, and then, he's like, mad at Scott because he's eyeing the hookers. I'm going to keep calling him that. I know they're not, but yeah. Uh, and uh, Bulfy flags down Doctor Frankenstein because of his hairy hands, and uh, he could well have said, "Well, I told you not to look at those mags." He could have got. <laughs> he he could have got Father Jack's priest disease, didn't he? <laughs> Um, but yeah, they want to increase his dose to try and combat his his uh, condition. Lup- lupine condition. Yeah, and, uh, Mary's like rooting through the stuff. She says, uh, "Where did you get the old bag?" And Doctor Frankenstein said, uh, "She was referred by an associate." It's, it's those kind of things. It's okay. coming back. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> no, it that is, one. It is okay. Yeah, well, it was such a set that he handed her a bag, and then she went, "Well, oh come on." Yeah, that, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. at that point, it should have cut to like a duck going. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Uh, Igor at some point plays the bagpipes while sort of squeezing his hump as well. Yeah, I didn't care yeah. what that was about. Yeah. I think, I don't, I think that, did that not lead us into the song? Yeah, but this, before that, yeah. there's the, the first of the really terrible... In fact, I might have missed one, but the first of what I caught as the terrible film references of him going, I am not an animal! I'm a human being! And I've written, oh, oh yeah, dude, I just, fuck off. I skipped over most of those, to be honest. There is a lot of those. There's, there's a like, lot of There's that. literally a bit later on where they don't even like pretend to hide it as yeah. a thing. Oh, um, God, where, yeah, where he just does like three references. Car, yeah. yeah. Okay. Village Hall production, isn't it? Yeah, really? absolutely. Yeah, but if, if they're doing that, I want a big pantomime horse with a jizzing cock. That's... <laughs> 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 you didn't anyway. see the action, listeners. <laughs> 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 put a put a hat on your big on your big horse cock with your purview. <laughs> anyway, but um, and so he leads them out, and he's like, "You'll have to to s- s- spend the night here." And then, like a whole series of bullshit happens. Um, <laughs> there's a there's a there's a rat dancing bit, which is basically putting on the Ritz from Young Frankenstein. Yeah. Oh, before right, that, so, yeah, we get gets... all the all them putting them in the rooms. Yeah. The, the oh, point yeah. is that they're gonna drug them. And send them. Uh, they're going to go to bed. Um, they're going to come back down for dinner when they're going to get drugged. So Essentially, the, at some point they're going to get drugged, and then this horrible experiment. They're, they're going to the mix their brains up. Yeah. The plot is they're going to put, from what I understood, because Igor is in love with Mary, um, but Doctor Frankenstein wants to put Scott's brain into his monster, yes. which has a brain and can function, but can only speak in mime and cliche ninety-five references. <laughs> <laughs> And then he's going to put the monster's brain into Scott's body. Yeah, what he calls yeah. a medical round robin, which I thought was actually... It's a pretty yeah. fun joke. It's yeah. a good one. Yeah, yeah. okay. It's just like, it just feels like there should have been a brunch after all of these jokes, because mm. they're very... It, again, it feels like it was set up for a, like a music hall sort of thing. It's like, it was, yeah. So they've just, essentially, they've adapted it. If the Marx Brothers did this on stage, I'd have pissed my pants. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, so they shoveled into the blue room for Blue Scott. room. This is uh, where um, the old master died, uh, yeah. Dr. Frankenstein's father. He died in that bed. Oh, oh how long ago happen? was that? About 2.30. Hey. Um, like I said, yeah, must try harder. Like, like when I when I go and visit like my wife's family. No, when I go and visit my wife's family, I have to watch a lot of like um, Hindi soaps and stuff like that. But they have comedy shows. But the thing is, you know where the jokes are, even though I don't speak it like well, because they have a or a boing noise after every joke. So it's very easy to keep track of where you should be laughing. Like this could have done with that because it felt like oh, it should have been done in front of a live audience. On the moon, yeah. <laughs> in the sewers, yeah, uh, where there's no atmosphere because uh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. we do get a good. We uh, just something that genuinely made me laugh is that Igor deposits Mary at the door, won't sort of leave. Um, and he does this whole self pity thing about not being loved, and uh, Mary says, "Well, I'm sure you could, um, you know, find a woman that get to know the real you that had looked past the the hump." No thanks. Thanks. Yeah, uh, yeah. 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 I, I thought. Well, that, I thought that was funny, but his, then I thought his... it's not appropriate if this is... Because I didn't know she was 19 at this point. I, I thought like... they were high schoolers, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, because she looks very young in this as well. I yeah. thought it was Anna Chomsky from My Girl at first. <laughs> uh, and then I thought it was Topanga from Boy Meets World for a while. <laughs> Topanga look about her, yeah. Um, but yeah. And um, then this leads into the next song. Oh. See oh, is this my, my hunch? hunch? See my hunch? No. Um, <laughs> no, play, play your hunch. Which yeah, you know that well-known phrase? 
It's like a fucking catchphrase clue, right, isn't it? Like, is it, is it, is it play your hunch? Yeah, you from the big money round. Snake charm. Uh, it's Columbo. <laughs> if you don't remember that one, that's where Roy Walker just goes completely rogue. And the answer is something like too many birds in the bush. And he just goes, Columbo, for no reason. <laughs> No, I thought it was. I thought it was an episode of your other podcast. Where oh Ray no, no, went no, no, rogue. no! Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, if you want to listen to that one, listen to the episode with Mark on it. I can't remember which one it is, but yeah, uh, celeb- uh, celebrities. Yes, it's this whole music hall number that's done on the stairs of this place. Uh, you think of all the hunchbacks in history: Quasimodo, Richard the Third, and Richard Nixon. And um, I, I quite liked the Richard Nixon one because it made me feel I like am it was not a slightly crook. less Republican. <laughs> 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 well, I was going. I was trying to think. Are there any of the famous hunchbacks? Mm. And to be fair, Richard the Third wasn't anyway. It was just like a, a, a decimation. A Nick, yeah. Nixon also isn't a hunchback. Uh, yeah. yeah, but he portrayed. I am not. You know, with the shoulders hunched. I guess, but it's just yeah. a. Ba- it's just a bad cunt. You know. <laughs> yes. Come on, you filthy hippies! Trying to meet you halfway here. Again, like this song isn't bad. Um, no, it's got because... some troll toll vibes, is what I put. It though. does have troll toll vibes, yeah. Um, and he comes downstairs, and then the prostitutes appear, <laughs> and they do this kind of choreographed but poorly top hat and cane routine. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because he tries to do a bit of a tap dance on the steps, but he just doesn't. He just stamps up and down on the steps. I <laughs> can do that. <laughs> I think he says, I'll be back in a second, and then just goes, uh, uh, up and down. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's like me tap dancing. Yeah, I, I fucking hate tap dancing anyway. Uh, it's the most useless skill. When are you ever going to need to tap dance? Well, I feel like I need to argue the point on that, but I can't bother. Plumber's uh, in it, if you're a plumber. Oh, right. No, moving on. But yes, uh, he plays a fake trumpet at the end on his stick as well, on his yeah. game. Yep. For no reason. It didn't help for me. But no. they've locked they've locked both Scott and Mary in their rooms. Yeah. And, until he calls for dinner. Which gives yeah. us enough time for a load of shenanigans to happen. Yeah, Dr. Frankenstein turns up again and he introduces the monster. Uh, big green Frankenstein monster thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he berates Igor and he says, does the name Kevorkian mean anything to you? And it didn't mean anything to me. I wondered if you two had heard of it. No, no, no I, I didn't do any research. Uh, yeah, so uh, um, he was an advocate of assisted suicide who unfairly earned the name Dr. Death from the gutter press around this time. I've heard the name of Kevorkian. Like, yeah, yeah, Rachel. Rachel's going to go mad at me because she's going to listen to this and go, of course it's Kevorkian, you dick, because she's a middle-class white woman and she's obsessed with uh, middle-class white women being murdered. So, you know, fine. Oh. Oh. And this oh. is Mark is now ringing his flat cap. Uh, <laughs> oh, sorry, <laughs> missus. Oh, sorry, missus. Having to go up to the big house for his punishment. Gruel <laughs> uh, yeah. and water. Uh, yeah. Um, oh, and then we get the bit with the lob laboratory with Elvis's manager Hathaway. Right. The Norbert <laughs> of this film. What? What? <laughs> sir, sir, who is Hathaway? <laughs> Hathaway appears and immediately the, ca- the fucking soundtrack of Shaft happens. Yes. 
<laughs> racist jive music. I've got to be honest, I recognise this guy from one thing and one thing only, and he's the bloke that's uh, washing the windscreen in airplane on the plane. Oh Jesus! Yeah. That's what this guy. That's what this guy's in I, that I, I know didn't of. Look him up. I I didn't see anything remotely like that. On in fact, he's incredibly right wing himself. Um, what? <laughs> it was just, it was oh, just funny, so I just didn't pursue it. Okay. But yeah, he, uh, he sort of. Um, yeah, I would say he's the Norbert of this film. He just—he comes in looking like tapes. like if you ordered Huggy Bear off Wish. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he wants to bring back Elvis, who's mummified in a sarcophagus, and then comes out to some what I've put is ill-chosen catchphrase-style music. <laughs> I it, will. Um, <laughs> is it play the hunch? <laughs> So, Columbo! <laughs> right, I will say, throughout this entire film, there is this strange music in the background yeah. that reminded me of Cannibal the Musical. Oh, yes! Oh. Yeah. yeah! Yeah! yeah. All the way that. through it. It's just, because it's, it's just like one person playing it on an electronic yeah. keyboard. And I was like, this is, this is after Cannibal, I think. Um, let me just... Arguably, yeah. I think Cannibal was 94, wasn't it? Uh, the... 93. 93. Um... But it feels like that sort of thing, because it, it's, you know, in Hallmark films, they'll have that blip, 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 all the way through the background of it. But with yeah. this, and there's bits of it where it's like proper music, but slightly off, so they don't yeah. have to pay rights for it. Yeah, exactly. Um, and there's, there's a number of issues I've got with this Elvis character. First of all, not enough of him. <laughs> I thought I thought something was going to happen here. Don't and worry it's about just, it. It's a one fucking drop gag. And then secondly... To upset Elvis and get him back in his sarcophagus, they shout Robert Goulet at him, right? Yeah. Now, Robert Goulet, I really only know from two things. One, he did a lot at Vegas, and that's that. That's the joke. And secondly, uh, your manager says to get bent. Vera said that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's also my other favourite. Yeah, um... Also, I think well, no, 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 we'll get to that when we get to how they get rid of Hathaway. Um, mm. uh, what is love? Don't hurt me. No <laughs> don't, more. Don't hurt me. <laughs> yeah, Doctor Frankenstein says, "Lose the king." He sticks out like a sore thumb, oh. and Elvis grunts and lifts up his thumb, and he makes the sound like the dad being decapitated in Fatal Deviation. Yeah! It it's that noise. Yeah. yeah, it was really weird. And then they just cut straight to the next song in this film. Uh, on a night like this, where Scott and Mary are talking to one another in their in their respect rooms through an air vent. Again, right. There was fun bits in this, I thought. She says to him, they're talking, and then they're like, oh, okay, well, like I quite like you. And uh, She says, well, I've got skeletons in my closet. And he goes, uh, so have I. I had to French kiss my English teacher, Mr. Johnson, or something. <laughs> yeah. I, was I think you'll find. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, that's quite a funny joke. Um, a bit weird, but you know. And then she goes, "No, in my in my closet, there is an actual skeleton with skulls and bones." And I was like, "That's fun. That's a fun joke." Like, yeah, it was. Uh, it was kind of. Is it? This is very obviously the song that's been shoehorned in here for the like the nineties. It's a nineties dross. Yeah, hit, this is. is uh, this is there somewhere out there. Yeah, yeah. I've written yeah. here. It's a, a song that got, didn't get into Aladdin. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, it's yeah, well, yeah. yeah. It's kind of got American Disney, tale like, yeah. vibes. Yeah, to, yeah. Um, in the middle of it, though, uh, clearly not them singing hair, either. Combs her hair wistfully. Scott, meanwhile, fucks around with an IV drip feet. <laughs> yeah, um, dancing with it. Yeah. He then, you know, sort of like lays <laughs> on the bed. She desecrates a corpse in a closet that she's just found. 
Um, but you know, it, was, it was it was only like tangentially weird. They didn't go out of their way to make it sort of creepy, you know, like a creep take on. No, 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 no. Yeah. But this was, um, yeah, in the other songs like um, "See My Hump" and <laughs> "The Bridge's Godmother," it was you could tell it was them speak singing because it wasn't really singing, was it? Yeah. This it's clearly like Peebo Bryson and fucking like yeah. <laughs> It's proper people they've got in to do it. The original cast, the Broadway cast of yeah. um, The Bridge Has Gone Mother. You have to stop but no, this is, this is one that wasn't in the original uh, Broadway what? version. What? Oh, that's yeah. astonishing. They just shoehorn this in to, to make it relevant to the 90s kids. I'm surprised there wasn't a rap in it then. I was about to say that. <laughs> and uh, I'm very glad that they didn't pursue that with a particular character. Oh, mate. Yeah, Bobby Pickett would fucking love it. Would have given his right bollock to put the a rap in rap, this. Yeah. yeah. And then in my lab, I saw some things and my eyebrows <laughs> fell off and uh, other things. Yeah, shit that. <laughs> Is this the bit? Where there's a very quickly from one to the other a Madonna gag, a like a Virgin Madonna gag in 1995, wow. closely followed by a Soon Ye gag. Yes. yes. And I've written too Soon Ye. <laughs> this, this is, is funnier than this is where Frankenstein is talking to Dracula. Yeah. Uh, and he's saying, "Oh, I need the blood of a virgin." And he says, like, well, okay, once I've done all my brain transference, you can have the body of the boy because he's a virgin. And Dracula says, uh, there's no there's no virgins in Transylvania. That's the problem. To which Frankenstein wittily retorts, you shouldn't have let Madonna move there. That's the one. Hey. Yeah. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Even in 95, like, oh, God, I'm going to have to look up when fucking In Bed with Madonna came out now, aren't I? Oh, I think it was the 80s, wouldn't it? It's not, uh, it's very, not very early. I think 91. All right. 91. Again, it's not hitting these things on the fucking zeitgeist of the not popularity, really, no. though, is it? Like, it's, not um, really, no. And I think by... Um, it, yeah, and then um, I can't remember where the, the Sunyi joke comes in. But... No, don't they follow that up with like a like a racist chopstick thing? Oh, there is a... Then as soon as he says, he goes... Yeah, it's that. It's just like every moment where you think, oh, you know, I'm going to like this film then it just does that pulls the rug out from under you it yeah. does yeah yeah keeps you on your toes well, yeah so this Drac- is bit where, oh sorry yeah the, the count and countess are falling out over the count's infidelitous bit oh this because this is the other bit where it does that this is the bit where i was like oh i don't think i want to watch the rest of this now yeah go on <laughs> because he says every time i was with those young girls i was thinking of you oh no and she goes well whatever all those young prepubescent girl yeah. and then and then she's like stop it and then he goes all those young firm bottomed and all this sort of stuff and I was like, yeah. stop. Yeah. Like, and it does this three times. I thought, film. like, yeah. Dracula was like young ladies, but like, yeah. Monica Bellucci. Prepubescent. <laughs> yeah. The, the prepubescent, and then like the hard bodied, firmed buttock or something he said. And I was yeah. like, mate, did you not read, read the scripts and go, no, could we change this, please? Yeah. It's like, and then I was like 95, I guess it's still kind of... Yeah, but yeah, that was oh, the pre- bit that... Preview better, no. That's, that's this was the bit that made me feel the most uncomfortable in a film yes, that I was fairly definitely. unhappy all the way through. <laughs> uh, he then launches into Eternity Blues. Oh, uh, fucking hell. Someone's pressed the blues button on a Casio yep. keyboard. Why is Elvis <laughs> not doing the song about being about blues? Because he's too busy doing his Mr. Chip song, isn't he? <laughs> True, yeah. What's he doing there, Mr. Elvis? <laughs> Yeah, um, 
possibly the worst song in the film. Uh, it's uh, I don't know. It's, it's, it's just twelve bar. It? It's just twelve bar yeah. blues. Yeah. And you've got Dracula there. You could have done so much better stuff. Yeah, it. I guess so. Uh, it does have a good line in it, which is uh, the dancers come out and say, "Why don't you tie a stake to your wood?" And he says, "No, nah, I tried that before. Didn't do any good." So I thought, oh, eh, "It's fine." <laughs> it's. Uh, I don't get it. I think it's. I think a it's, stake um, to your wood, to your penis. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Again, it still doesn't work. It doesn't work on any level. No, I see, because I thought I got the penis part. Take kill him. Yeah. I got, but then I thought like a T-box stake. I think that is the joke. It just doesn't work. Well, there's too many variables in the joke. Then I think it's just yeah. like it's just a Viagra joke, isn't it? And, uh, oh, is it? That didn't. Oh, right, Viagra so. wasn't available in '95. No, sure 2000s-ish. No. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm, anyway. I mean. Uh, and it's the fact that the prostitutes come out singing it as well, and it's just yeah. Um, so then Mary and Scott go down to dinner. They've agreed between them that they're going to try and escape when it's dark, when everyone's powers are definitely going to be at the most diminished. <laughs> they don't know that they're monsters because they're fucking idiots. No, yeah. they don't. They just want to leave. Um, they go down to dinner. Bridges out, mother. <laughs> they gotta, yeah, I don't know how they like reckon they're going to get around that. It wasn't Maybe a particularly they long bridge. Long. They could probably jump over that little stream. Uh, the Count introduces his wife. He says, oh, we yeah. get a good... We, sorry, before that, we get yeah. a good sort of Mel Brooks joke, actually. Go on. Igor, Eagle comes up to get <laughs> Mary and says, uh, the master wishes to invite you downstairs for some whores... Some horse... 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 Devourers. Horse devourers. And she goes, don't you mean horse... Do- uh, hors d'oeuvres? And he goes, you haven't met the cook. And I was like, that's a fucking yeah, joke. That's, that's <laughs> solid. That's solid. Yeah, that's a Mel Brooks joke. Because <laughs> there's another one. When she's introduced to the Count, he says, may I introduce you to my wife? She's a Count, but she spells it differently. Yeah, thought, yeah that was okay. That's fine, yeah. That's yeah, good! Yeah. Like, that was okay. There's moments of, of brilliance. And I, I think they basically... I, I, wouldn't, got... I wouldn't go with brilliance, but yeah... It, I think Bobby Pickett got like the first draft script of Young Frankenstein and, <laughs> and went through the actual film and took the jokes they didn't use and were like, I'm fucking quids in here, sunshine, <laughs> with his eyebrows. Yeah. <sighs> uh, and this the is plan- on the subject of Bobby Pickett. This is the point where his voice goes all uh, the brainy gremlin from Gremlins 2. <laughs> Uh, all we want is we want to uh, we want we want to be appreciated. We want an opportunity to uh, talk. look at this fellow here. He's got no brains. So yeah, he, he goes, goes like from that. Transylvania to very British. Um, yeah, their plan is though to put slumber powder in the special chalices mm-hmm. to give to. I mean, that's Scott. what I call it as well. I mean, um, yeah. Okay, <laughs> I've just watched Dharma as well. It's a terrible. Time. Oh no! Why? Yeah. Why? Don't give them money. It, it could be worse. I just watched Dharma and Greg. Get down off that table, Dharma. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, uh, it's, to, it's to give them the slumber powder out in the special cups at the feast that they're having for some reason. Again, none of this makes sense. Like, I think it's just more... all these people are here. They've got nowhere else to go. Then they should. At have, least you know, in Rocky dinner. Horror, they're like they were seeing Rocky. Like you know what I mean. In in this, it just feels like like Van Helsing, where they just put all the monsters in one room for no reason. Yeah. Anyway. And they're not really monsters. Well, Draculia is, isn't he? Dra- who? Draculia. Oh, him. <laughs> yeah. Draculia. You couldn't be more. You couldn't be more Draculia about that. <laughs> Draculia, the vampire man, the biting boy. Um, oh, the biting boy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Wolfman as well. Like 
Is it Wolfman, Wolf Boy? Why is his mum there? What, Didn't Wolfie. understand that. I don't why think why is it he just either. sideburns? He basically is, ee, Mr. Wilkes, and nothing He's else. slowly turning into Amos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For another Emmerdale farm reference there, everyone. <laughs> uh, hitting these things at the peak of their height. Uh, um, but yeah, they go to this meal, um, and uh, it gets like... Oh no! That's just it, oh, it smells nice. That's just the garlic in the in the rice, and Dracula spits it all out. Oh, uh, it was garlic, garlic in rice. rice. <laughs> oh, garlic rice, nice. That rhymes. Unintentional. Oh. No, like uh, if you if yes. you cut your garlic long ways and fry it off, then with some rice, oh, it's lovely. Yeah. Are you are you doing it in prison using a razor blade? <laughs> <laughs> Listening, hey. to, I don't know, old old show. Me, me, Tommy Spaghetti's, uh, Jimmy Potatoes, <laughs> Jimmy Potatoes. <laughs> He's going on about um, brain transplants. Um, Say, oh, Scott, Dracula, tried... says, Dracula says he doesn't want wine. He wants a Virgin Mary and then starts touching her leg under the table. Oh, Mary, yeah. Mary doesn't look offended. She just looks like she wants to die mm. in that moment. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, no, he, he, no he, rubs, he rubs her foot and then Nasty, Countess Nasty. <laughs> That's what she referred to herself. Yeah. My name's Countess Natasha. You can call me nasty. And I was like, I like you. I think that might have been the bit that I was like, I know her from something. Yeah. Uh, she says something to Scott about like firm meat or something and squeezes yes. his leg. And at that point, I was like, oh, this feels. I hope they were stunt legs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they were. I hope uh, they were Hathaway... people with equal ages legs in special trousers. <laughs> Hathaway gives a, a vial of sweat in a bottle as well. Elvis's sweat. Elvis's sweat. It goes oh, for eight ninety nine oh. in Graceland. Yeah. 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 Um, and then yeah, Scott says to Doctor Frankenstein, "When they finally award you the Nobel Prize, uh... what are you going to say in front of the Academy?" It's the monster mash. It's the monster mash. It's the time to do the fucking song. <laughs> and but we're not doing the song here. We're going to play the record, and I'm going to forget the words partway through as I mime into it. Yeah, it's the uh, one song he's done. Like yeah. you would know the fucking words, wouldn't you? Like, oh. it's the best song in the film, though, and it's so good that they do it Is twice it? just for good Is measure. It? Oh yeah they, they, yeah, yeah, they do. Like at the end, instead of like instead of doing like the credits and things like that, they just go through the film again <laughs> to the to the monster rush. And I really wish we'd just been able to watch that bit and do a podcast on that. Make our own film up from those scenes. At first, I thought it was going to be a blooper reel, and I was really disappointed. Yeah, mate, this is the blooper reel. <laughs> um, yeah, it's this is painfully awkward. Um, this bit because the prostitutes appear. Uh, <laughs> They've been serving them. Uh, at some point, Igor serves some very wet-looking potatoes to Mary and says, you smell lovely, which I mm, don't like. Um, G- Jimmy potatoes. Jimmy, little little wet Jimmy potatoes. Uh, <laughs> and, yeah, this, this fucking song. Right. And um, I hate this song so much. Just because it's the one Halloween song that everyone puts on. And, like, it's fine. But it's, like, in... Is it Superstore? Like, Surfboarding Dracula or whatever? So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is that, what does it even mean anymore? <laughs> it's, it's like uh, Santa's super sleigh. Yeah, it's it's like this 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 other. I have a I have a, a, a fucking box set CD of 1950s and 60s uh, rock and roll horror songs that are infinitely better than this. Like, and the shit, but they're better than this. Todd and he's made a <laughs> career out of this, having uncontrollable eyebrows, having one <laughs> song that is pretty good, right, and being a 
possibly a molester. He's dead now, so I can't. <laughs> <laughs> he, he looks the type. Oh, mate. I, I bet Candice fucking Cameron's got stuff to say about she this. He hasn't yeah. said a word about this. Non-disclosure agreement, that. Agree means, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That makes me all the more suspicious. Scott yeah. and Mary, at the end of this extended, let's sit at the <sighs> table and listen to the monster. Let's do this dance where we move our hands to the left and then to the right. <laughs> They leave feeling drowsy and they start falling out in the hall. She uh, eventually faints into the arms of Doc Frankenstein. She does a good joke there as well. Do you want to vomit? No, no, it's not vomit. Do you want to have a sit down? No, I I want to faint. Oh, that's it. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, Yeah, it's good pantomime. It's the rule of three. It's, Yeah. yeah. I mean, at this point, I was like, Igor's the fucking best thing in this. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, uh, but we are That's at the last far. 30 minutes. I, I, to be honest, I was looking at my watch throughout the rest of this. Um, yeah, I, Usually I paused the 30 it. minute mark is like it's hurtling towards the end. There's going to be explosions. Nope. I paused There's going to be a car well. crash that nobody planned. There's going to be all this stuff, but. Um, There'll be an old no. cowboy in a bath. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I, I paused it as well and was like, there's still half an hour to go. Yeah, it, it It's does only drive. an hour and 20. Mm. Yeah. And to be honest, some of that was the monster mash all, all the way over again. Yeah. And then a very long camcorder credit scene. Um, <laughs> yeah, we get the laboratory now. The internet nails. <laughs> yeah, it did have a very strong internet nails, right? Um, there's a little bit here where, for some reason, because he's not a character, Wolfman says, Oh, men are such dogs. And I've just written, Dinner dog. <laughs> <laughs> Entirely un Simpsons yeah, Simpsons reference. No, because, like, again, Wolfman doesn't really get fleshed out as a character. No, he's not a character at all. Because he's there with his mum. His mum gets a song. And then he gets, like, a, a monologue where he just. Just dog noises for five minutes in a bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, before we thing. get to that, right? So she's passed out. Uh, Scott's tied up in a room. He passes out and gets tied up in a room, doesn't he? Where they're going to do the experiments I don't know on him. He's tied up yet. I, ah, I see. At this point, like I said, because it was. I paused this is it, the point where everyone for a wee and made a room. dementia patient and just starts wandering around the house doing shit. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, because Nasty no, forces a way into the room, and he. No, Draculia. Like, Draculia goes to speak to Mary, and yeah. it's like she's asleep in bed. She's passed out in bed. Yeah, he uh, bites her as well, but with her clothes on the wrong way around because he got out of go, didn't he? You know he did. Mm. You know what that hump's full of? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, pasted her to that bed. He did. Um, <laughs> is is there a line here somewhere about? A proud Mary, and oh, then uh, and then and then he does the whole thing. And I've written here: How much money did they spend on releasing these songs? Because there's oh. so many they, they proper songs. I think Joe's got a point here. I think they only do it for like two seconds and then stop, and that's like the limit of the rights. Yeah, but even that yeah. makes me never want to listen to Credence ever again. <laughs> But yes, uh, uh, so he, we, we found the car, but we don't hold a lot of hope for the credence. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Draclea shows up into Mary's room, and it look he says he bites her, but he doesn't. Yeah. No, I think he, he just he does bite her, her, but then there's no obvious blood like, or puncture wounds no, or anything. No. And I'm She's not, not saying into a vampire. A film of this uh, level of you know budget, 74p, um, like, but no, he just puts her in a thrall. Yeah. Which I thought Dracula could just do with, like, ooh, his eyes. He's got mesmerized, hasn't he? Um, and then that, but now Mary's under his spell and keeps going, yes, master, yeah. uh, and follows him around. And he has a secret 
lever in the room that opens to some other bit of the fucking castle for some reason the uh the this is where it becomes clue isn't it yeah. basically yeah. or hasn't got a fucking clue <laughs> who uh, more like yeah. uh, meanwhile natasha she's in there with scott in the next room and she's like don't waste a moment take me in your arms hold me crush me kiss me and scott says what about your husband and he says uh you can kiss him later joke, isn't it yeah <laughs> Um, yeah, and then Scott uh, like chews her away and declares his undying love to Mary via the vent. And Hathaway is actually in the next room for no reason at all. And then he waits behind the door and gets squished behind yeah. the door as Scott goes in. Yeah. And there is no reason for any of it. Yeah, now it comes of it. Nope, it's just Norbert. It's just a fun pratfall. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Uh, yeah, Dracula's got Mary under his spell. Uh, Dr. Frankenstein realises pair are missing from their rooms. Nobody knows where anyone is. Scott turns up at this point threatening him with the smallest candlestick that I've ever seen. Also, he's holding it right near the end, so unless he's yeah. going to like jam it into his face. It's, uh, <laughs> it's not going to do a lot, is it? Uh, oh, we've also missed the running joke of whenever Igor talks to Frankenstein, he ends the conversation with, uh, is it shut up, Igor, or... Hmm. Like, because that, that 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 pays off at the end, sort of a little bit, but doesn't. Oh, shut up! Oh, shut! Yeah, says. yeah. I'd kind of missed that, but you're right. It does. Yeah, I, I, it doesn't really pay off, but I just remembered it now. It wasn't in my notes, but yeah. <laughs> um, and he, um, so Scott goes, okay. Well, uh, Frankenstein says, I'll give you my word, and all a man has is his word. And Scott, being a naive, floppy-haired fool. Says, okay, then puts the candlestick down. Eagle hands him a vase, which I thought was quite a fun bit. Um, and he bashes him on the noggin. And he says, well, I guess I have nothing now. Oh, well, I can live with that. And I was like, oh, there's bits of this that are good. Um, yeah, there's, there's gags. Igor's got him, and he's, he's like, okay, well, you carry him, and drops him. He's only joking, and shut up, and he hits him. And there's a lot of Igor-based violence all the way through this. And it just made me, it, it just reminded me of, um, you know, the Black Books. Nutmeg! <laughs> <laughs> This isn't oak. Where did you get so much? Where did you get so much? But yeah, uh, yeah. I could just spend the rest of this episode. We'll just, just, we'll just reenact that film, yeah. <laughs> that episode. Um, yeah, Brown. mother, mother yes. uh, finds the monster and sets him free because she wants Doctor Frankenstein to treat her son. So that's going on now, and then she does her bit, which is things a mother goes through. Yeah, yeah. is this the one that's like a Spanish flamenco-y? So I thought of it as like a music hall bit, but yeah, I, 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 I was just waiting for it to be over. It, it, it wasn't anything wrong with her delivery of it. She really went in to act it, but it's just unnecessary. Yeah, it, it's a non-character singing about a non-character. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, you're never gonna two neg- negatives don't make a positive. And what I need right now is a positive. Uh, Doctor Frankenstein and I go. Can I Scott. bring my guitar? No. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Scott tied up. They search for the monster accidentally squish Hathaway again behind the door because that's not getting any less funny each time yeah. to do it. It's Nasty. the rule of three, mate, but they never go for the third one. No, Nasty they don't. Finds... No, oh, I know. That's I was waiting for oh, the third do. one. They do, because he, um, he gets knocked off uh, flight of stairs. Lucky bastard. All oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> 
No! That's not the same as being squashed. You got rules. <laughs> that would have done it for me. <laughs> that's why I'm a criminal pathologist in my spare time. Uh, <laughs> being squashed is not the same as falling downstairs. More next week. The pile is the enemy of the whole. Yes. Um, <laughs> Nasty finds Scott all tied up and releases him. Uh, tells him that Mary's in danger. She no longer has him. any, Go any to her. feelings for Scott because that was just a mad bout of passion an hour before. Yeah. I mean, I would have been like, come on. Have you got that? Ju- have you got that jumpsuit? Put that on, and then. And then she says, "Well, in the words of Hillary Clinton, he may be a womanizer, but he's all <sighs> I've got." I mean, 1995. This is. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's great. The yeah. more I think about it, the more I love it. <laughs> you're, you're welcome to it, Jim. <laughs> uh, Hathaway then gets thrown off the side of a balcony and then gets cradled by hookers. He's like doing a bit to the camera as well. I couldn't really work out what that was a parody of. Yeah. I didn't get it as a parody. It was I'd just mugging, it. wasn't it? Yeah, it was just getting your screen time in. Igor uh, finds the monster, and they do charades about what he was doing. And I was just thinking about now, it hasn't really undercut me at any point. I've been, like, buying into all the jokes. There needs to be something that kind of, like, catches me out by now. See, this was the bit where I was like, ooh. Yeah. Because he uses the word spastic. Yeah. Yeah. And he uses, oh, what was the other one? There was, some, there was something else he said, and I was like, oh, this is... He mentions don't ask, don't tell. That was the one, bit, yeah. Which I didn't really get. American military was if you were gay, you could sign up. That was don't ask, don't tell. Don't ask, yeah. don't tell. Oh, I didn't understand like the reference in that. I missed the joke, the quote-unquote joke, before it, um, and I didn't want to rewind it because I knew it was, was going to make me angry. He did. He does also say, oh, so what are you doing? Uh, something to do with plastic. And then he also references Susie Chapstick, who's an Olympic skier who allegedly had an affair with Teddy Kennedy. Fuck so he's back me. on it. Back on that horse. Let it go. All of the fact that she is heir to the Chapstick Empire. <laughs> I'm astounded by that. What the act? Fuck off. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, mate, just, you have been going there that Chapstick. <laughs> you Christ, I could have kept that going for episode after episode. No, no, no. Uh, her name is something like Chappy or something like that. And she popularized Chapstick. Chapstick, like, right. Sort of like retrospectively oh, named. Oh, I thought Byron. it was like Byro. Yeah, like. Oh. <laughs> yeah, named for Lord Byron, yeah. yeah um, no. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Um, sure, sure, James. This has all gone way off topic. <laughs> Let's get back to the horror. We're nearly, we're in the home stretch now, at least. Yeah. So Scott finds Mary in a trance. All she can say is, "Yes, master." It Am I your master? For this to get dark, does it? No. I mean, I liked this joke. It was yeah, pretty yeah, funny. Yeah, go, on, go for it. Go he for says, it. Uh, "Okay, do the swim," and I was like, "Oh, great! It's going to be a B52s video." <laughs> uh, and she does the swim, and then he goes, uh, "Do the breaststroke," and do the and then do the backstroke, and then he. He says, "He says go under," which I yeah. guess is that thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, and then he whispers something in her ear, and she slaps him, and he says, "I knew it was too good to be true." Ah, I was like, "Ah, oh, that's a fun joke." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's it's not- now, now I know she's nineteen. It's fine. She's he could have said, "He could have said go and join ISIS," couldn't he? In her ear, like, <laughs> we'll never yeah. know. It wasn't. It was. Yeah, he said, "Don't do boy meets world." <laughs> don't don't do girl meets world. Oh, don't try boy meets existed, world yeah. follow up from yeah yeah. Like, don't find it. Was it was it their kids? Yeah yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, so he sort of gets her to follow him. 
Yeah, so that he's just going to try and rescue her. She's following obediently. Also, uh, they've changed her clothes into like a like a, a negative Santa, Mrs. Santa Claus outfit. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of like <laughs> yeah. Dracula death garbs. It did a no, because it's got like a white injury. furry collar. Possibly Mink stole shedded one of her skins. <laughs> um, <laughs> Someone stole her mink. Hi <laughs> Um Right. Oh, come on, we're near the end now. <laughs> Dr. Frankenstein's got a plan at this point to put the clocks back so that the Count will be killed by sunlight. Raise the lights! Very <laughs> circumstantial. Uh, and then everyone's around Scott and Mary at the doorway just as they're about to escape. Uh, and then the next you see, Scott's tied up in the basement and he says, you'll never get away with this. And Bobby Pickett says, that's what they told Teddy Kennedy. Oh, God. Look, what what have, <laughs> what have you got in for the what Kennedys? You, what have you got on him, Bobby Pickett? I reckon Bobby Pickett and Teddy Kennedy went to school together and, like, <laughs> Teddy wow. Kennedy's just, like, like one girl liked him better and he's that's never been able to fucking let go of it, ever. Bobby yeah, Pickett Bobby, Bobby is a Pickett menace. Is from... <laughs> Bobby Pickett. Um... He comes, from Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> he comes from Massachusetts, so he, like the, the same sort of area. So, I, and he was a big name in the '60s, sort of. Was so he? Like, Are well, you? No, '50s Pickett. I watched a I watched a video after this because it came up on. It kept. It came up after this video of uh, Bobby Pickett performing Monster Mash um, on like the Tonight Show, not the Tonight Show, but like. Um, Old Grey Whistle Test. No, 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 no. <laughs> Whispering Bob Harrison, here's some cunt. <laughs> um, like on some performance fucking variety show thing. Like, and it's just him doing this, like mugging at the camera. And 62 like, novelty song. 62, yeah. all right. Yeah. Wow. That hurts me more. I mean, but it, it, it isn't, like... it isn't 50s. Yeah. He's relying it's, it's on doing the, It's doing the 50s thing, isn't yeah, it? It is. I mean, it's happy days. Yeah. 60s, 60s really hasn't been born by then, is it? Really? Anyway, Teddy Kennedy. Fuck, right. I'll take a Teddy Kennedy over a Bobby Pickett any day of the fucking week. My words. Wilson Pickett will get to fuck. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for a Wilson Pickett. <laughs> I like that, yeah. Uh, Hathaway kicks off, so Frankenstein slaps a sign on him saying <sighs> Priscilla on his back. And uh, then Elvis yeah. the Bully bums him to death. <laughs> <laughs> bums him into a sarcophagus, and that's the last time he gets squashed. And I thought that was the payoff of the three, but it isn't. Yep. Uh, no. I just put, why is he in this again? What was again, the point of any of that? I yeah. think they were like, to get funding from local radio stations, they have to have a person <laughs> of colour in the cast. I was thinking but about then they were like, like, like we're doing it, subplot. we're going to have a big racist... Every time he walks on fucking stage, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it was... I'm not sure that it was in the original stage version, but I think it might be. And Elvis being like a really current figure at that time, obviously wasn't dead at that point. Oh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. If Elvis um, have had a song in this, I would have been okay with him being there as a character. Yeah, exactly. It just feels really. Well, he didn't. He's, he's not there as a character though. No. And anyway, anyway, anyway. Right. Monster again. then does a Beavis and Butthead impression. Again, night. Oh, I mean, it, it, yeah, it's just a bit too late for me. Is is this the bit where have we missed Stella? 
I'm walking here and a random Marlon Brando. Oh, God, we have missed that we have. because I was just so bored with, with that. Yeah, people. like he yeah. just he's, he just he just then goes, oh well, fuck it, I might as well do the impressions I can do. That is the crypt keeper. As I might he, get as an he, Oscar or a People's Choice Award. As he goes to one, it's as he goes to meet the monster at the foot of the stairs. He goes, I've always wanted to do this, Stella. Yeah, yeah and then yeah, and, and so you hear me yella, you're putting me through hella, Stella. <laughs> Guys and dolls. <laughs> We're just a bunch of crazy guys and dolls. Luke We're all dancing, listeners. <laughs> Hang um, on, these songs aren't in Guys and Dolls. <laughs> it's the Kane from Citizen Kane. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, there's that Rosebud impression as well. And yet, Mark's never asked Beyond to do the fucking Simpsons episodes. <laughs> I've not asked anybody on. No, you don't, need, Tom, you don't need you don't Tom to do it. You got, yeah, you got, you got Tom's dowry enough, yeah. <laughs> Um, and then, so, Hathaway is being bummed by Elvis for all eternity in a coffin. Um, so then we've got the Count and the Countess. The Countess wakes up and she's like, Dracula, get into this coffin. I said it right that time. Uh, get into this coffin um, because daylight is about to hit. And he goes, now we've got an hour yet because vampires have an intrinsic sundial sort of situation. And they also, they're also not big farmers, so they don't have lousy farmers' uh, daylight savings. Fuck me. I'm, I thought I'm it was so a daylight savings time joke, because I didn't I only got no, this on the second time he, around. He literally just said, we'll just I'm sure they don't have that. Yeah. No. Anyway, anyway. America does have daylight savings. Does it? Yeah. Yeah, 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 it does. It's oh, slightly okay. before Yeah, it's a, it's a couple of has... weeks. It's a couple yeah. of weeks the other way. Yeah. Oh, okay. But it yeah. wasn't that anyway. No, he yeah. just, they literally just like did a ghost and just reversed the clock an hour. And then he and goes like, bah! Bah! and then he hits the like, he just goes, oh, I'll just go to bed then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like me at the end of the night. I'm like, I'm just going to bed. <laughs> sort yourselves out. Don't, don't leave the door open. That's why um, he keeps going on about the preview person girls or something. He does the same joke again, yeah. and she just yeah. goes, just go to bed. And then that's the last we see of those, thankfully. Um, so we're just now left with Scott chained to this thing. Uh, Mary in a... Still in a trance? It's still in a trance, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Um, and Victor Frankenstein and Igor. And the monster doing his Beavis and Butthead impressions. Um, you know, talking about the X games. Um <laughs> Tamagotchis. <laughs> Other things that were popular in the mid-90s. Uh, Teddy Kennedy. <laughs> and um, Victor Frankenstein's like, okay, put the thing on his head and we can switch all the brains around and it'll be great and, you know, we'll have fun. And Igor realising that this is no life for him. And this was the bit that sort of made me go, mm, okay, this is like, this is the human moment of film. He goes, oh, I don't know. Sorry, how do I put this on again? And he goes, oh, you idiot. Uh, Steampy. Yeah. <laughs> and he's put it on this video, and then he throws the switch, and Frankenstein and Igor's brains get switched into their opposite bodies. <sighs> Which was the whole pay- That's the whole payoff of this film, I've just realised. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel violated. Yeah. They go um, off squabbling. Uh, with each then... other's voices, that was pretty good, though. Yeah, that that's, that's fine. No problem with that. Mary wakes up at this point, releases Scott. They do deep kissing while the monster watches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was... truly is a monster. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's not Jimmy Savile. <laughs> Uh, and then they just go out. They decide to go to Debbie's party next. They're just straight yeah. They, on le- the party. they leave the house. The sun's coming up, and they're like next year, let's go to Debbie's party. Yeah. Oh right, I thought they were straight off to Debbie's party then and there. No, no, like, next wow. year. It's, it's Halloween's <laughs> over, mate. Yeah. Well, can, can anyone tell me? I, I I know I know we've 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 glossed over this. Why didn't sunlight kill? I don't know. Dracula. It didn't hit him. That. 
It didn't hit him. Like, he got opened that Velux roof blind. That they it had. was a Velux roof yeah, blind. Know, They're like, expensive, then. I know they are. Um, I've literally been looking at them today. I've not even got a conservatory. I just want to see how much they were. <laughs> Research. Um, <laughs> Joe facts. <laughs> um, no, because he doesn't stand in the beam, and I think you have to be in direct sunlight for it to hit. Like, I can't, like, in interview with a vampire when they're trapped in that well, innit? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, you, you picked him interview with a vampire. I was thinking uh, what we do in the shadows, but okay. I mean, well, you know, it's all, it's all vampires, isn't it? Yes. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what I assumed. Because he didn't, he sort of circumvented it and went and hid in his coffin. Which then, like, someone could have just dragged into some sunlight and opened, like, if they wanted rid of him. True. Yeah. Anyway, that was the film. Yeah. Um, that was 1995's Monster oh, Mash. You're missing, a, you're missing a song because there's the blooper reel, which does the Monster Mash again. And then after that, there's You're About to Lose Your Mind, the rock song that covers the credits. Oh, I stopped I, it. No, I, no, I, I didn't get that. Well. No, I didn't get that. Don't wor- lose any sleep over it. I'm going to have to fucking listen to it now. <laughs> Yep. Uh, was that yeah. a, a one from the original musical or written I think for that this? was one that was that was just written for this. Ah, fuck it then. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but yeah, that was the film. Um a a film that exists in this world. A, fi- a film that is this, roughly about the same length of what we've just discussed by Pretty the way, much, gentlemen. Yeah. yeah. I think we did better though. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be difficult. Ah, oh, we need to get a couple we, of Deirdre Barlow references in. references, yeah. Trevor, Trevor from EastEnders, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Fred West, get some of that in there. <laughs> Not the salmon, man. The other one. Okay. John West, isn't it? The salmon. Yeah. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, John West's tuna and has he got like a big fish head, big eyes on the side of his head? Well, am I am I going mental? John West is like the tinned fish man. Yeah. Oh, anyway. His middle name Skipjack. I don't no. know. I don't know right, this is this has gone way off. I'm gonna have to fucking anyway. go. I, we were doing so well. I thought I can get this edited and out tonight, right? And this is all gone fucking wrong now. So, uh, James, your score out of whatever we're scoring these out of now, I can't remember. Uh, I'm gonna go with four silver Teddy Kennedys, please. Oh, of course you are, <laughs> um, Mark. I'm going with five uh, out of date bronze references. <laughs> oh, I like it. Yeah. I'm going to go with three silver prepubescent girls. Oh, God. Oh. It was that that dragged it down, wasn't it? I, it is. I couldn't give it gold. But it was kind of in there like, that I did like. Yeah, it was probably like up to the halfway mark. I, I was in for it. It was camp as fuck, which I'm all for, but. You could tell that Bobby Pickett was like, I have an agenda here. Yeah. Yeah. Against the Kennedy family. <laughs> His anti-Kennedy rhetoric was too much for me. <laughs> Even referencing, what was she called? Fucking Lucy Chapsticks. Yeah, sure, that's, that's part of it. I saw it on Wikipedia and I was like, well, that's why that's in there. Then. <laughs> No, because famously gave a lot of his profits to uh, to to the to the Nixon administration. <laughs> I am not a crook, <laughs> but but, uh, but Lucy Chapsticks is. Ah, uh, she cheated at the skiing. She put chapstick on the bottom of the skis <laughs> to go. She put chapsticks on the skis. I don't know.
Um, sorry, I have to do that to get in the right mood for it. It's fine. Uh, yep. So that was Monster Mash 1995, also known as Frankenstein Sings. And I think that was how <laughs> it was. No, he doesn't on... at any point. No, he doesn't, does he? No, he does. You're thinking, no, Frankenstein's monster doesn't sing, but Frankenstein oh, does. Fuck he you. sings the song. Oh, he sings the song. Oh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> With yeah, his, uh, yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah. It's, it's that forgettable brother. already, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's a regular mistake that a lot of uh, people who don't understand... Uh, Complex the, the, horror. The, the, yeah, Elevated exactly, horror. Mate. Yeah, <laughs> Elevated horror. Elevated musical horror. Oh, mate, there's a fucking genre. Melora doesn't really work. Melanomas. Jesus. Same year as Raging Angels, 1995. Oh, if you haven't seen that, go and watch it and listen to the episode. It's where the Golden Fabio came from. It is. And The Demolitionist was also 1995. So what a sweet year that is, yeah. (laughs) Little did they know that the shit they were planting would harvest in the years to come. Uh, Yeah, Demolitionist. Look around, find out. Another another good <laughs> film. Um, yeah, so that was adapted from a 1967 musical play. I'm sorry, the bridge is out. You'll have to spend the night. Uh, which was uh, Bobby Pickett and Sheldon Allman. Four of those songs from the original show appear in the film. And it was released to video, and this is the most puzzling thing of all, released to video in 1995 on November the 14th. Well after Halloween. Good <laughs> fortnight. Straight to video. Look, I was made promises that were not <laughs> delivered on. <laughs> Uh, yeah, created by Bobby Pickett. Um, apparently, I was going to do a lot on Monster Mash. I'm not now. Uh, <laughs> I just don't want to listen to it anymore. Elvis Presley called it the dumbest thing that he'd ever heard. And I wonder Christ. if that's why Elvis is in there. Because there's no other I mean, explanation for why he should be anywhere near this film. Bobby Pickett spikes me as a fucking spiteful man. He's a bitter. Yeah. He's, he's the partridge of he 60s is. Yeah. parody music. Yeah. S- suffice to say, he had the last laugh because Elvis <laughs> had been dead for like 15 years yeah. at this point. I could also say needles to say. Needles to say. <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, Pickett himself said, "When I hear the song, I hear a cash register ringing." Uh, so he was very, very open about that. Uh, came from Massachusetts, as I said, very near to Salem, uh, and he sort of like bigs that up quite a lot in his interview. Of course, well. he fucking does. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, during the 2004 presidential election, according to the enemy, Pickett brought back uh, his hit for a new political version, Monster Slash. It's new. <sighs> it had new lyrics, co-written by eco campaigner. Yeah, but were they all about? the Kennedys. <laughs> Kennedys aren't even standing, Bobby. I fucking hate them. It, it was protesting against George W. Bush's environmental policies, which is a little bit confusing because there were way more top of like the policy list stuff that George W. Bush did. Oh, was fair we, enough. I, I'm guessing George Bush was going to build something in Bobby Pickett's fucking backyard and Bobby Pickett <laughs> took umbrage to that. Yeah, Bobby Pickett is the biggest nimby, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I can't, can't figure out his policy. I did try and do a dead. bit of digging. There's, there's a lot of phone interviews with him where it's just him rambling about Monster Mash, and I'm not going to do it. Directors were Joel Cohen, writer of Toy Story, cheaper by the dozen, if you want to list that afterwards, uh, and Alex Sokolow, who was writer of Rock Dog 2. Oh, uh, not Rock Dog! What? <laughs> the writer of Rock Dog was like, I've told all the stories I need to tell. <laughs> <laughs> um... Juliet was Candace Cameron uh, before she was Bure. Um, Igor John Casir from Spanish for butter. 
Uh, uh, well, I, I won't do any more about Candice Cameron. She's been on uh, uh, so see, many of the films Christmas, we've done. The last episode, Christmas Under Wraps. Yes, she's in that yeah. one. Yeah, She was a Hallmark queen in so No, but she, she's now going to... Oh, I can't even oh, remember. It's called, called like good Christian films. New American frontier. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. The, the new founding fathers of America. <laughs> yeah. Hallmark apparently has got too spicy for some people. And so they fuck knows. Like I, I think Lacey Chabert is headed that way as well. And that oh. hurts me a lot. Cause I have a lot of love for the Chabert. I, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's only that, but, um, Anyway, uh, there's a yeah. no. It's because this Christmas there is a Hanukkah film and there's a same-sex couple in one of the films, and I think this conflicts with their Christian ideologies, alleged Christian ideologies, and that's why they don't want to be part of Hallmark, despite the fact that fuck it. Anyway, moving on. Oh, I think it's all dollar ultimately, but um, yeah, well, when they come crawling back to Hallmark, we should all go. No, Christian <laughs> candies, butter, <laughs> get out of here! Yeah, we've made it a safe space. You cook. <laughs> Uh, I Got Eagle was played by John Kassir, uh, most famous for Tales from the Crypt, which I've not watched, but is... Was he the Crypt Keeper? He's the the voice of the Crypt Keeper. I thought he was. He got better. Right, yeah, fair enough. Uh, Wolfie, Adam Shankman, not a lot on him. He later went on to choreograph for Buffy the Vampire Slayer, uh, so involved in that in some way. I Fights don't know if... or dances? I don't, I don't <laughs> know, because there was that one musical episode they did. Yeah, but... Cracking choreography in it, but I don't What's know. What's with feeling? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Elvis was played by E. Aaron Price. He has one other acting credit as Elvis in Munchie Strikes Back, 1994. Wow, he's got a twofer. Yeah, two That's two Elvises so in different films, but but he's barely Elvis in this. I know it's weird. Oh, because I was thinking, oh, maybe he was an Elvis impersonator. Anyone could have been under that. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, uh, I, I love that though. His two acting credits are Elvis, and at no point do we ever see him be Elvis. On this one, he was like, oh, I think I've finally cracked the soul of that, and he never had to do any more. <laughs> no more. Uh, Countess Natasha Nasty Dracula. Yeah. Uh, Sarah Douglas. And yeah, you're spot on for spotting her in Ursa, uh, the Christopher Reeve Superman series. Mm. Uh, she also appeared in the same year in The Demolitionist as a surgeon. What? Oh, yes. wow. We've squared the circle on this one. Oh, this is, see, it's also incestuous. So, yeah. Um, she said, uh, I did everything in my power not to be an actress. I went off and did teach a teacher training course first so that I could teach English and drama because oh. I'm not thick, surprisingly enough. She, she did everything she could to not be an actor in this. I can assure you. <laughs> I, mean, uh, I mean, but if she did teacher training, that, is, in the words of Busted, is what I'd go to school for. Oh, fucking right, lads. Yeah. yeah. Uh, see, uh, um, Not a lot IMDb. rhymes with Douglas in the chorus, though, does it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, her IMDb is just full of films that I want to watch. Uh, that are like, I mean, I'm prepared <laughs> to do a Sarah Douglas season if any of them where she gets a match out. <laughs> They're always like films that are in the middle of the series, like Meatballs 4. What? What? There's a Meatballs 4? I had Meatballs 2 that I bought when the video shop near me closed down and I got it for 20p and I never well, watched it. feels like too much. Uh, Beastmaster 2. <gasps> oh, the, not the one where he goes through time. Yes, no, that's, oh, that's Beastmaster 3, isn't it? Yeah, Beastmaster 3 is where he goes I, I through time. I thought it was time. called like, the Portal of Time or something like that. Uh, something called Steel Justice in 1987. Uh, Super Warriors. 
Uh, oh, also known as on. Solar Babies. Oh, that oh, is babies. That's got to be the next one, right? 1986, a post-apocalyptic future ruled by the military. A group of renegade teenage orphans find a legendary. Yeah, Solar ball. Babies. It was known as. Yeah, we've talked about that before. Have we? Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Sarah thought... Douglas got about. I'm old for most. Uh, mm-hmm. Sarah Douglas. We'll do a year of Sarah Douglas. I don't care. Apparently, on that Still film, acting. at one point, Mel Brooks, who financed a lot of it, was forced to fly back to Spain and threatened to fire everybody. That's enough for me. We're um, all having a nap. Uh, Drinking drugs, yeah. isn't it? I'm, I'm no, it's the Spanish way. They just have a siestas, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, the problem was, apparently, that it was supposed to be about a desert in a post-apocalyptic world, and it just rained solidly for a fortnight, and they couldn't do it. You anything. can't fire people because of nature's wrath. Well, you tell that. Well, you had, why else would you fire them? You should have had weather insurance. You tell that to Mel Brooks in the middle of the 90s. Um <laughs> And no. I'll just do one more, and I feel like this is one that's worth finishing on. The monster, that was Darren McBee. Does that name sound familiar at all? McBee. It feels like it should, but I'll it should do it. I, there, was a, there was a clue to it earlier in James Facts. Raging Angels. He starred as Fabio in Raging Angels. Oh, what? No, Still no. my quivering nipples. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so anyone who's not listened to that podcast, um, Raging Angels was a film that we hated and then we did a podcast about it and just loved it. Yeah, it's Weirdly. just camp as fuck, yeah. Weird alchemy. Um, but right at the end of it, there's the Archangel Gabriel turns up and just does a really weird battle does scene. A, does a, does a PlayStation 2 fight scene. Yeah. <laughs> And after that, we've always measured success in his name. You know, the, yeah. the Silver Fabios. Uh, so I'm going to change my answer to four silver original Fabios. Mm, I like it's not it. his finest work, though. No, Raging <laughs> Angels is. Definitely. Done. Not a lot of reviews for this, unsurprisingly. Um, that aren't either very sarcastic or very self-indulgent. But um, I found one that I think sums it up pretty well, actually. Um Walks the line between awful and more awful. <laughs> By Utgard144. A couple of teenagers have car trouble that forces them to spend the night at Dr. Frankenstein's creepy old mansion. Throughout the night, they meet strange characters and sing songs that will make your ears bleed. This is based on a stage musical that was nearly 30 years old by the time this movie was made. The musical was co-written by Bobby Pickett of novelty song Monster Mash fame. Pickett is also in this movie as Dr. Frankenstein, and yes... We get to see the cast perform that song with some truly embarrassing dance moves. The leads of this movie are Candice Cameron and it says Ian Botham, but it's not Ian Botham. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see I'd love to see this bloke walking from Land's End to John O'Groats. Eating raw shredded wheat. <laughs> uh, they both do fine considering the material is not much better than your average high school play. Teen Wolf fans might also barely recognise Ian Botham, whose big ears and unfortunate 90s haircut are a far cry from the hunky character he plays on that show. Wow. Oh, yeah, I, I, I didn't even bother. Not the Teen Wolf, but the Michael J. Fox ones. They did like, because no. um, it's, it's written by Jeff Davies, but not the comedian Jeff Davies, the other one. It's, not it's certainly not written by anybody that's got any comedy chops, that's for sure. No, no, the Teen Wolf. Anyway. Oh, sorry, I thought you were about this. Um, yeah. Uh, I suspect Candice and Ian only did the singing during their first song, which was more speaking to music than actually singing. When they have a love song duet together, the voices very obviously belong to others. The songs really stink, by the way. The movie is very corny. After a while, it started to wear on me. I never found it funny or cute, just really grating. 
When I found this was released theatrically, I couldn't believe it. Everything about this production screams made for TV. It's an interesting curiosity, I suppose, for fans of the leads or for those who like kitsch. But anybody expecting a movie that isn't entertaining will be disappointed. Anyone expecting a movie will be disappointed. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I don't know that he's bang on there at guard 144. Um, I, I, don't, I thought some of the jokes landed, but I think it ground me down over the course. I got wore out. Like I said, by the hour mark, when I yeah. paused it to go for a wee and make a brew. Uh, I was like this. Still... You consider just escaping out of the bathroom window. I... There was still twenty minutes left, and I was like, "I would Where argue is... if I watch this with a group of people, if I watch this with you two in a theater after maybe a couple of I don't know, fucking Virgin Marys or whatever, um, I'd have a good time." Yeah, it, it's a it's a prime Mystery Science Theater three thousand film. Yeah, yeah. If there was a couple of robots at the front chattering and whatever, first of all, I tell them to fucking shut up and that we're funnier, uh, and then I'd have a good time. Uh, it depends which versions of the robots they were. Oh, the the current ones. <laughs> oh no, they're shit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, I mean, I didn't hate it, and it is it is ripe for like you said, like ripe for lampooning. Mm. Um, <laughs> which is why we're doing it. Well, you picked it. You picked it on the basis of. It had uh, candy butter in it. Don't poo-poo my great ideas. All the best ideas come from poo-poo. Indeed. <laughs> in conclusion, that was 1995's Monster Mash, the movie. Um, please hang around until the end of the end music credits. There is a little uh, thing we're putting in all the way through this month. Not saying you've got to give money or whatever, but it's for a good cause. And it will make your Christmas just a little bit better, knowing that someone else's Christmas is a little bit better as well. Yeah. Give us all your fucking money. <laughs> No, not yeah. all of it. Just if you've got some spare, yeah. like yeah. it's one less bottle of white cider, you know, <laughs> one less bottle of Terps. Yeah. Or, you know. uh, or yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. No, absolutely. It's really good. It's gonna yeah. gonna help out some families yeah. and some some people that, that that have got a little bit less than than you and I. In my hometown, and I don't yeah. give a fuck about anyone else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck anybody in Carlisle. <laughs> I mean, if you want it, have a Carlisle bonus on it. Like, we'll do it. But um, you've got your own podcast, so fucking you do it, son. <laughs> Never! Never! Um, gentlemen, your favourite fucking lines from the film, and believe me, I have thousands. Uh, may I introduce you to my wife? She's a count, but she spells it differently. Hmm. I'm sure any woman that got to know the real you wouldn't even notice your hump. No, thank you. <laughs> oh, not the only bridge out of town. <laughs> oh, Teddy Kennedy! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, proud Mary keeps on rolling. Oh, fuck off, dude. <laughs> Play with my hunch. Play with my what? <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Bye. See ya. If you like what we do, please consider giving a small donation to Manchester's Wood Street Mission. Uh, we know times are incredibly difficult for everyone out there, but anything that you can spare goes a long way towards helping some of Manchester's poorest at Christmas. Uh, there'll be links in the show notes, and I'll probably drop this again at the end of the episode. Um, if you can donate, that's fine. You're under no obligation to. Uh, this will still be free. We just wanted to use what little tiny reach we had to try and make Christmas better for everyone.